Discover a new resource to help you carry out ministry with excellence before God and one another. Pursuing God-honoring responsible stewardship in governance, financial accountability, and fundraising. Welcome to the Excellence in Ministry podcast from ECFA. Welcome to the Excellence in Ministry podcast. I'm John Van Drunen, Executive Vice President and General Counsel with ECFA, and I'm joined by my co-host, Vana Lau, who also serves as the Executive Vice President here at ECFA. This is our launch episode, and we're so glad to have you join us on the podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast player so you can keep up as new episodes become available. The goal of this podcast is to provide timely information in key areas relating to ECFA's seven standards of responsible stewardship, including governance, financial accountability, and fundraising. While today it is Vana and I sharing a brief overview, in future episodes we will have experts from each of these areas join us to address pressing concerns and best practices. The goal of this is to provide thought-provoking, practically applicable resources to equip you in your role in your ministry. After all, the cornerstone of ECFA is to enhance trust in Christ-centered churches and ministries. Practically, we do this through championing the faithful administration of the Lord's work. After all, we can look to 2 Corinthians 8, 20, and 21, where we saw just after the Apostle Paul working with several other saints collected an offering around the Mediterranean and bringing this large sum implemented internal controls practically uh, in bringing this offering back to Jerusalem. And he said, we take this course so that no one should blame us about this generous gift that is being administered by us. For we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. That being said, there's a number of resources that are available already through ECFA for organizations. Vana, can you share more with us about some of these resources? John, I'm excited uh, about these new podcasts and just the ability to communicate with ministries this way. And I love that you've asked me to talk about the resources because for about 15 years, I've spoke at conferences and been out around ministries, and I've suggested to them that they need to be part of ECFA and that the resources that ECFA offers are so valuable. And I was joking with Dan Busby when I came on staff that now I'm going to have to change that because it sounds self-serving to be on staff here, but for one more podcast, I get to promote it like that. Um, So as we talk about resources today, I think what we really want to do is make sure that members are aware of what those benefits of membership are. Uh, So often, people think about ECFA and they think about the seal and that's kind of where it ends. And and that's really just a small portion of what this organization is all about. So as I walk through here, I know you've been involved with these resources for 10 years, so you'll be able to chime in and, and probably expand on them. But I want members to understand what those are and, and other ministries to understand what's available um, that they would have access to should they choose to join. So the first one that I always start with is the one that I've probably used more in the last 15 years than anything else, and that's the Knowledge Center. 
that nonprofit knowledge center that you can access from ecfa.org has policies, procedures, white papers, just you think about a topic that you may have interest in in your role in your organization related to fundraising or finance. Uh, there's anything from whistleblower policies to how to deal with international transactions and the things to think about and beware of. And one of the things that I've always appreciated over the years is those that are policy type documents uh, are mostly available in word form. And that's a big blessing to organizations. You, you mean organizations don't have to type out what they're seeing on the screen and retype it all? Exactly. What do you know? Uh, now, I will say there's a caution with that. Find and replace can be dangerous too. Uh, but it is really helpful. And, and I appreciate how simple and how accessible um, ECFA tries to make those things to ministry. So I would encourage organizations to make sure that they're taking advantage of that. I was actually just with a ministry last week, and as we were talking through the member benefits, when we were talking about the Knowledge Center, the executive director at that organization uh, went so far as to say that she was going to have her assistant look through the Knowledge Center and identify what those documents were, and then let others in the organization know which one of those documents might pertain to their role, which I thought was great. Yeah. So maybe this is an important thing that we should cover here at the outset is more than one person from an organization can have access to the resources at ecfa.org. That's a huge uh, benefit, I think, that it's not one person, that you know, multiple people have access to that, so that those that are involved in any of these roles, board governance, fundraising, finance, um, A, they've got the ability to go search it out themselves, and B, it doesn't fall back on one person to try to maintain that. So if you're listening to this and you're already with an ECFA-accredited member organization, you can go to the register and create a login and then request that login to be linked back to that organization, and the administrator from your organization will be able to approve that or deny that. Excellent. Well, that's the first one. Uh, the next one that I wanted to talk about was the live webinars and the recordings, including CPE. Now... I joke about myself being a reformed auditor after 20 years in public accounting, but maintaining a CPA license requires continuing education, and that can be costly. And a number of, I know a number of individuals in ministry sometimes cover that themselves. And if not, even if the ministry is covering it, that can be a significant amount of budget to make sure that they get that. And when they're taking part in our live webinars, it doesn't work for the recordings because of the regulations, but their live webinars, they're able to access that CPE free of charge. And we, I think this year we have about 18 webinars mapped out between church and nonprofit. Yeah, and so I would encourage folks, if you've not already signed up for some of those webinars, you can certainly do that. But what about if they aren't able to join that webinar live? Uh, are, can they still access those resources? Absolutely. So webinars on demand uh, are posted after the webinars are done. And like I said, you don't get CPE for that, but you have access to the information. Uh, sometimes people will even want to do that with their teams. I mean, you could use it as team training for your department. So having access to that's exciting. 
So what other resources are out there, Vana? Uh, I think one that a lot of ministries aren't aware of is Servant Match. So donors are able to go onto the ECFA website and maybe maybe they have a particular interest. Maybe they're interested in religious liberty or foreign missions and they want to narrow that down. They can put some filters in there and be able to see what ECFA members um, really meet those criteria. And then they'd be able to link out to your website as a ministry uh, and get information there and potentially give right on your website. And I don't think a lot of people really know that that's even part of our website. So uh, donors are using it, but I'm not sure that the ministries understand that that's there. A couple of other things, eBooks, we're working all the time on developing more eBooks. I was working on one this afternoon, so I know that they're coming through. Um, We have the Governance Toolbox series. Uh, Governance is one of our three primary issues. And so we try really hard to make sure that we've got good resources related to that. So there are now four different components of that governance toolbox series, which is an electronic training, really, Um, probably about 20 minutes, you could watch the video with your board and have kind of the workbook that goes with that or the discussion um, questions and look at things like recruiting board members, um, succession, those sorts of things. So relevant topics. Yeah. And I think that's a really important resource that uh, ECFA's worked with some professionals to develop um, that I think a lot of times is overlooked, especially now that it's available as a completely digital resource, completely free to members. Um, and so I'd encourage folks, uh, have your board members uh, create a login and go through some of that training or make it a component of the board meeting as, uh, as Vana suggested. Th- thanks, Vana, for mentioning those. Are there, are there more resources? Well, let me hit one more highlight of the direct member resources before I get into a couple of indirect ones. This one is brand new. We're excited to launch this this year. Um, For a a long time, I know that ECFA has heard from members that they want to have the ability to connect with each other. Um, That's been done over the years in different ways. But this year, we're launching uh, Connect, which are phone calls just targeted at various segments of our members. So we have separate ones for churches, segregated by size. We've got ones for ministries now that are um, depending on your role. So we've got some for chief financial officers, some for chief development officers, uh, a number of those. So I encourage our members to look for those email invites that are coming out. And let me just tell you briefly, it's a 45-minute phone call. We're looking at doing these twice a year. We're going to honor your time, and we're going to make sure that we are specific to that 45 minutes. But that call will include ECFA updates. So if there are things that are going on here that would affect your membership or that you should know about, that'll be included. Uh, Capitol Hill updates. We want to make sure that we're getting information back to the members about what's going on and what's new there. And then we've got a peer presenter. So for each one of those segments, there will be someone that's part of a member organization 
in that segment that's going to be presenting a topic that's relevant to that group. Uh, that'll be probably a 20 or 25 minute presentation and we'll take 10 minutes for Q&A at the end of that and then end at 45 minutes. But it gives us the opportunity really to interact together with each other uh, and make sure that it's relevant within that group of members. So we're excited about that and looking forward to it. We'll also have a couple of them this year that are specific to categories of, of members. So uh, college and university. And as those grow over time, we'll be able to do more of that. That sounds really exciting, Vana. And, and I think this is going to be an incredible resource uh, to bring different colleagues together from across the, the different ministry and nonprofit organizations. So thanks for taking the leadership on that, Vana. Well, it's a lot of fun to see what God's doing in other organizations. And when, we, when we're focused on what we're doing, it's great to have the support of other people and to realize, hey, I'm not the only one struggling with this. Um, and to learn from the good and the bad that we've all done um, in our organizations and to be able to come alongside similar, similar organizations with similar needs. I'm excited about that. We've also got a couple of indirect uh, resources or benefits that I think I'm excited about, and I hope ministries would be as well. Uh, one of those I alluded to just a few minutes ago when I talked about the roundtable, and that's ECFA has a presence on Capitol Hill, and member fees allow us to be able to do that. Uh, we are not a lobbying organization, to which John will sigh of relief as an attorney and preparer of the 990 or in instrumental in the preparation of that. I don't think you probably want to do that, but uh, we certainly think it's important to be involved there, to understand and keep a pulse on what's going on. And one of the things that I would say being new into the organization here is I really uh, appreciate the respect that ECFA has and that there are those people that are in um, government or leadership positions that, that want to know what ECFA thinks on particular positions or proposed legislation. And I think that's important for ministries to understand. Uh, there's a lot that goes into what a final product is. And I'm learning quickly, there's a lot that goes into what stays out of that final legislation or regulation that might come up. And so that's an important thing that members, I, I think, can be um, excited about having been a part of. Uh, another thing that member fees allow us to do is to participate in conferences. Uh, we're gearing up for, I would say, conference season right now. We're all kind of hitting the road like road warriors. And uh, I don't know, maybe we can say we'll take this show to a, or to a place near you as listeners of the podcast. Uh, but we get to participate in a number of conferences, uh, a number of meetings, a number of events. Um, those may be industry-specific, like for pregnancy care centers, for missions organizations or churches, uh, maybe a particular um, topic-focused event. But we're able to do that. Uh, and really, that, I think, helps our members. And it also just helps ministries in general. So those are exciting. The third and final thing that I would say um, is that the members allow us to really help the kingdom-minded organizations as a whole. And I don't take that lightly. I love serving ministries. And I think you know everyone uh, probably that's listening to this has a heart for what God's doing through a variety of ministries. And the fact that ECFA can provide resources you know, to smaller organizations that are maybe startups or that may never grow to the size to be an ECFA member, but 
they need to represent the kingdom well, and what they do, they need to do with excellence as well. And so to have um, members that really uh, understand that they're investing in those ministries too, I think is exciting. I was visiting with one uh, CEO just recently and going through these benefits, and I said that, and the response I got was, that's really important to me. And I, I asked further why that would be important. And this person said, because we actually used to be that ministry that was too small to be an ECFA member. And it happened that we merged with another organization. And because of that, we were large enough that we were able to, you know, do the things that needed to be done and have the practices in place and, you know, take care of all those things so that we were able to become members. But before that, we were able to take part in some of the the resources that ECFA provides, and it really helped us do what we did better. And so there was that heart and passion that I got to see firsthand, and I hope that I can convey that to the listeners here, that that's, you're investing in the kingdom uh, when you're able to be a member here. Well, Vaughn, I really appreciate that last point, uh, especially because over my years of being here at ECFA, it's been one of the most rewarding, fulfilling things I've ever had the opportunity to do because we get to interact with ministries that are on the front line to help provide um, resources and and help encourage them in the faithful administration of the work. And and just to get to see the passion and love um, and desire for people that desire to not only do what's right um, before God, but also before man, bringing it back to that cornerstone verse of enhancing trust and and just helping people demonstrate that integrity and accountability through the ECFA accreditation um, is, is fundamental to helping not just your own organization, but helping a multitude of organizations as we take a stand to do what is right. So thank you so much, Vana. Uh, let me just add that, as Vana mentioned, some of these resources are only available to ECFA members. So if you're not already an ECFA member, we'd love to discuss the accreditation process with you further. The best way to find out information is right at ecfa.org slash join, or you can just email us at info at ecfa.org, and we'll be happy to discuss any questions that you have about the accreditation process. May the Lord bless you as you carry out ministry, and we look forward to catching you on our next episode.